guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections Coffee and Confidence with me, Janice. This podcast is all about strategic communications, messaging, and content creation. So whether you communicate for your business or as your business, I know you'll find something to contribute to your success. Now, before I dive into the meat of this episode, I want to address two little changes for my regular listeners. Hello, and thank you, by the way. Uh, First, I took last week off, first time ever, and I decided that that week off was as good a reason as any to call this season two, episode one. Why not, right? 114 episodes in the first season? That's not too bad, eh? Second, no theme music. This is a sad story involving the agonizing death of my laptop, taking my downloaded and edited music with it. I'm borrowing my son's laptop and recording apparatus, but I should have a new laptop and my music back next week. You know what? I really like my music. It's called Sunray Valley by Scandinavians, if you've ever wondered, and I always include the audio attribution in my show notes. I kind of miss it. Anyway, so I'm back this week to talk about my workflow when creating content. I always think it's interesting to see how other creatives and other professionals work, what their environment is like, where they take inspiration from, and how they actually do the work. And so I thought I'd share a bit about my process, a peek behind the curtain, so to speak. In reflection, this workflow description, it's a bit factual on either end, and I kind of buried the magic in the middle. So if you aren't particularly interested in the finer details of office decor, fast forward the next 30 seconds or so. Now I start every day with journaling. Lots of gratitude and I throw in an affirmation or two. I've actually been using the same affirmation for a few years, one I totally made up for myself. And I also drink my coffee, big shock. I usually chat with my dog, he's a very good listener. And I do this before everybody else gets up. After everyone has left the house, I typically go to my office to start the day. My goal is to stop working when the boys come home from school, although, depending on the day, it doesn't always work out perfectly. My environment is very much a work in progress. We may be in the new house for 10 months now, but things take time to settle and smooth out. For us, anyway. 
In this house, I actually have a proper room with windows and furniture as an office. In contrast to my cubby under the stairs where we used to live, it feels quite luxurious, but it's actually quite difficult to heat in the Canadian winter with all those windows. So I really only moved in once the snow went. And now that we've unpacked the small room heater, finally, <laughs> I look forward to using this room all year round. I have a massive bookcase, one of a few in the house, because I read. And I like to have these books right next to me in my office. My boys all love to read as well, so there's, there's a few of their books as well. You might find a Dogman book stuck in next to my book on writing well. I have a couch and a printer, a plant and a candle and an office chair, but I have no desk. That's right, I have no desk. And yes, yes, it does bother me. However, my office is being used as a bedroom for family who come to visit, and there have been a few. So my lack of a desk, like it hasn't been horrible. It's just something that I do want to rectify somehow. There will be a challenge in fitting everything into the space, and I suspect my couch might need to go, which is too bad because I love snuggling up on it to write by hand or to read something, but it's not great for computer work. The one real issue that I have with my office is that the sound is terrible. As a podcaster, sound is important. And in that office, it is awful. I either have to record under a blanket, which in the summer is not good, or I go sit in my bedroom closet. And I actually find this more frustrating than having no desk. I write, record, and produce this baby by myself. And I am by no means a professional with brilliant gear, so I really need all the help I can get when it comes to trying to sound good. I try to have quiet when I'm writing. I used to work with a playlist by Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina playing, but honestly, I find I get like two songs in and then I blank the rest of it out when I get into my groove, so I figure why bother. My phone goes on silent, unless I'm expecting a call, and the temptation to scroll Twitter or Instagram is really difficult to resist. So I only grab my phone when I leave my office to let the dog out or get more water or go pee because I drink three to four liters of water every day. Yes, I take frequent breaks, but the phone has to be put back down when I walk back into my office. Otherwise I'd be deep in the Twitterverse and nothing would get done. And to be honest, I need to paint my office and organize it a bit differently and, you know, make some adjustments, but it's fairly functional and that is the physical environment. But then there's that other, less concrete environment to be aware of. I'm not going to call it mindset because I don't think that's what it is. I don't know, maybe it is. But let's call it the emotional environment. Okay, I am a bit woo. If you've listened to me before, you know I am incredibly practical. But I also have an open mind. So I have a few crystals, and yes, I charge them in the full moon. I have a particular candle for burning when I really need some clarity and life is too noisy for me to contemplate the bigger picture or the smaller details. I left my vision board at our old house in the fire pit out back, <laughs> to be precise, and I felt okay doing that because I had actually accomplished quite a bit of it and I felt ready for an upgrade. An upgrade I've been feeling a pull to create, so that'll be an addition to the decor as well as another layer to helping me plan and focus on what I believe to be important. So really, my physical environment is just the space with a few little emotional things in there. 
My process for creating content is organic in many respects. I feel like it's a part of me. Like I can't understand when people say they could never do what I do because I can't fathom not creating content for me or for my clients. It's instinctual and it's comfortable. But peel away the soft fuzziness of those words and you will find a structure that I truly think anybody can work with. That structure or the basis for all of my work is having the bones of communications plan. When I create content, I have a goal that I've worked out with the client, which is based off of their business goals. I have an audience in mind. I have a messaging structure. These three things give me the springboard to create anything and everything. I should mention that the budget is predetermined because that shapes what I do as well. So when I know what I'm saying and who I'm saying it to, that shapes how and where and how often I'll say it. That provides me with the parameters to work with, the outline to color in. When working with messaging and reputations, one must have patience. These are not typically fast acting solutions that you implement and see results overnight. Pierre is about building a reputation over time that will see you through difficulties, like a recession. It's about creating a relationship with the people who buy from you so they see your intrinsic value. And that time investment means patience and lots of repetition of your messages. Another thing about PR is that it's often what's called earned. There's no payment involved to get your coverage in the media. There's no buying space in a magazine to tell people about who you are or what you do. A good PR person sees connections between things happening in the world and their clients and knows how to tie it together. The inspiration piece of my workflow, well, while I have my messaging and my audiences and my goal in mind, this next step becomes a bit organic. I read lots of different things. I have an app called Flipboard, which is a digital newsreader. People flip magazine and newspaper articles and video into the app. So I end up getting exposed to articles in the Hindustan Times, The Independent, The Globe and Mail, Saltwire, Vogue, whowhatwhere.com. CBC, apartment therapy, and I could go on and on. Point is, I read a lot and a lot of different things. I look at what's trending or even what's not trending on the different socials. No, I am not on them all. I haven't a clue how to work TikTok or Snapchat, for example, but I get to see them when they make a fluffy article on some fluffy website so I see what makes the headlines and what people are interested in enough to bridge the media from TikTok to a written word. I do keyword searches, like I mentioned in episode 113, how to use social media for content research, which I will link to in the show notes. Totally recommend you go check that one out. I check the comments and the questions and I poke through some of the groups and the memberships I'm in just to see what people are talking about right now. And big surprise. I listen to podcasts. I listen to economics, advertising, small business, law, and a few people or interview based ones where the person's story is what is getting them on there. 
I like to listen to thoughts and opinions to see how people are framing things. And really, I also listen to see if I like the way the podcaster is doing things. So I can see if there are ideas that I can take for myself. For example, I've been toying with the no opening monologue bit, flipping back and forth to opening with words versus the theme music and just saying my wee spiel about communications. Because while I've heard other people doing it that way, both ways, and I don't know, I'm just trying it on for size because I can. I listen to the radio. I check what's local for myself, but also for my clients. I look at different industry-related websites and blogs, and I fiddle around just taking in information. To be honest, I kind of feel like a basking shark. You know those sharks that filter feed? Like they just swim through the water with their mouths open, gathering all the plankton and leaving behind what they don't need. That is how I travel through life. Although I do tend to keep my mouth closed and just my brain open. And I do this all of the time. When I worked at the PR agency or nonprofit or any of the other PR jobs I've worked outside of my home, I have always looked at the relevant media to see what's going on. Go in, get coffee, collect the newspaper or magazines or whatever, and sit and read for about an hour. Now, there are those who say, mm, must be nice. How lovely for you to sit and read, drink coffee and call it work. And maybe you're thinking that yourself and it's okay. I understand how it looks from the outside and I don't hold it against you, but you know what? It is work because you have to look at what's happening and then decide if it relates back to your goal and your audience. Can you make something out of that little tidbit of news for yourself? Can you contact that reporter about doing a follow-up piece with a different angle? Can you write an op-ed? Can you create a YouTube video? Can you host an event to demonstrate that thing or your version of it? Can your messaging fit inside that idea? And will your audience go for it? These are things to think about. And yeah, it's organic, like having these thoughts, but it's critical thinking based off of your planned framework, goals, audience, messaging. So framework, information intake and evaluation, and then I move on to the actual creation. I mark out my planned content, actually filter through what I've noted or bookmarked. Oh my goodness, I am a meme. I have more bookmarks and tabs open than I care to even let anybody see. It's ridiculous. So yes, I go through them and I filter and reevaluate. Sometimes things are good for right now. And sometimes I know that something's happening later, like a client is going to open a new office or try your hand at expanding her service offering or going on vacation. And I feel like that piece will fit a different situation better. I file it away in a Google doc for later, if that's the case, but the actual content creation, it's a one client at a time, work through the topics and create usually it's social media. My clients right now are in law, real estate, and immigration. So there is some overlap in between them, but the voice of the business owner and the brand is important to keep straight. So I work one client at a time. And if I'm struck 
with inspiration of how to tailor something differently for another client, I just make a note and keep going with the original work. The creation process often requires some secondary research, and then there needs to be a final read and edit before posting. And sometimes when I schedule the post, I edit the copy again, because words, tone, and messaging are important enough to tweak until they are really good. Don't need to be perfect. They need to be really good. And if the content is not for social media, if it's a long form piece, such as a feature, there will be more research. There may be an interview or two to gather data and quotes guaranteed. There will be more editing done, more client input and consultation required, but lucky for you, when you are the client, you just need to ask yourself the questions. It makes scheduling very easy. I primarily use Canva to create this social media content. My only bugbear about it is that it doesn't schedule to my Instagram, which means I don't stay very consistent on that app, which bugs me more than I care to admit. I've been looking at another scheduler, but my appetite for taking on another technology for social media, it's not great at the moment, but it needs to be done. I use Podia for my email list, and I'm still thinking about switching my list back to ConvertKit for the segmentation and sequencing capabilities. Podia is doing loads of different upgrades, so I'm kind of hanging on to see what happens. I refer you back to my appetite for taking on more programming. But I do use Podia for my courses and my paid and my free products. Works fantastic for that. I use G Suite now called Google Workspace for my office work and my actual email correspondence. And I use Audacity to record and edit this podcast and Acast to upload and distribute it. And that is your little look behind the curtain with particular emphasis on the content creation aspect. While there is some organic basking shark activity, there are frameworks in place to support it. And if you need a messaging framework to help make writing copy easier, you can get my messaging workbook. Or if you want to go more in depth on the content creation process, I recommend my create your social media content strategy bundle that walks you through all the steps to create your message driven content, you know, content that actually works for you. And of course I will link to those in the show notes and Hey, might I recommend getting on that email list I mentioned? I email every week with the behind the scenes information on the podcast and how to use information provided in your business. I won't lie. Sometimes I tell a story or two. I've even shared my famous fudge recipe. Not to brag, it's pretty darn good fudge. But I'll link to the email in my show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening today. I'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, my friend... I hope you have a fan freaking tastic rest of your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.